24 Karis, where we believe that diversity, equity, and inclusion requires a 24-7, 365 day commitment. I'm Kelly Johnson, the founder and CEO of Karis by KJE. Today we are super excited to launch a new series where we're going to be talking about employee resource groups. It's a hot topic. It's a continuous effort and focus within the DEI space. And I'm super excited to have a good friend join me to help bring to light some of the best practices, the pitfalls to avoid, and the benefits that can come from employee resource groups. So help me welcome Damika Stringer to the show. Damika, welcome to the show. It's good to see you, girl. It is good to see you, girl. Thank you for the introduction. I'm super stoked. And just thank you for the invitation. And can I also say this is my first podcast. So uh, I'm really stoked about this. I'm excited. Oh, I'm honored to be your first podcast experience. I know. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It, I've been looking forward to this since we've been talking about it. And, you know, um, so let me, well, let me brag on you just a little bit. So. Oh, so. goodness gracious. <laughs> Tamika Stringer hails from the South Side of Chicago. No, uh, no, I felt, no way. I have to do that over. South Side. Right. Uh, oh, look, we take that very seriously. Yeah. Like, so I guess sort of like the Texas culture with the Aggies and the Longhorns, but we won't we won't digress. We won't digress. Um, but we got to you know, we got to get the South Side. It's it's props. Right. So um, Damika Hills from Chicago and has been in. How long have you been in Texas now? Oh, so I relocated back. So I have two stints. So I relocated back to Texas in 20, around 2010. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you've been here for a minute now and um, you'll love hearing from Damika. She has so much experience in the corporate human resources and diversity, equity, and inclusion space. Um, Graduated from DePaul University, has a master's degree in IO psychology, and um, just a fantabulous, I'm going to make that up, but just a fabulous DEI partner, um, thought leader, change agent. Um, just really appreciate your leadership, Damika, over the years. And thank you for the ability to walk alongside you along your journey. Thank you, Kelly. I'm looking at you like, you know, and it's always fascinating, of course, you know, when conversations take, take place and introductions, you know, take place. And when you hear people introducing you, you're thinking, is that me? You know, because you're so busy doing, you know, you don't take the time to stop and reflect on what, what you know, you're accomplishing. So thank you for that great introduction. You're welcome. You deserve it. And you've earned it. Um, and I think, you know, that is what today is about. It's giving an opportunity to sort of pause and talk about some important topics around diversity, equity, and inclusion. So on 24 Cares, each month we're highlighting just different aspects of culture transformation, how organizations can experience it through diversity, equity, and inclusion. So we're going to focus on employee resource groups. That has been a big part of our partnership historically. Um, so just in case people are not familiar with what is an employee resource group or ERG, um, why don't you kind of school us on that a little bit? 
Yeah, so let's do some schooling. So employment research groups, who, of course, stand for, well, you have the acronym ERG, so that stands for employment research groups. In some cases, some companies call them business research groups. And so I like to think of them as organically formed, um, you know, sort of uh, bottom up, um, really employee-led and employee-designed groups that are in direct alignment, if done, if done right, are in direct alignment with the banks um, or any organizations. Um, and I'm thinking about the bank um, because that was my former employer. Kudos to, um, I won't speak to the details, but kudos to my former employer where I did some really great work with, um, I was blessed to do some really great work with Kelly as it pertains to uh, standing up our first set of employee resource groups. So shout out to the bank and I'll sh and shout out to Kelly. So uh, so basically they they basically are employee-led organic um, organizations where employees are leading the effort to really stand side by side with the organization and be a strategic partner to advance diversity, equity and inclusion. And so that's why it's so important um, to to have employee resource groups play a critical part um, in any organization's diversity and inclusion journey because they have the pulse when it comes to what's happening um, on the ground. You know, when we think about boots on the ground, you know, when it comes to leadership, sometimes we're way up here, you know, and right. it takes a lot to, um, to sort of capture what's happening down here. Right. So the employee right. resource groups, they're doing that. Um, and if structured the right way, strategically, they're really helping to succinctly um, advance diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, priorities for the organization. Um, so I'll just basically say a special shout out to employee resource groups, one, because these folks have day jobs. Right. And so you're talking groups of people that are people leaders, you're talking about groups of people that are individual contributors or like what I like to call individual leaders. Um, and they have really big day jobs. And so they're marrying their day jobs with volunteerism, right? Because they volunteer to lead these efforts and help the organization move diversity, equity, and inclusion forward. So. That's sort of like my spiel for what is an employee resource group. It's really your strategic partner. It's your employee voice that you're missing um, when they're not at the table. I love everything you said, and in particular, the fact that you highlighted, you know, there's a, there should be a level of um, being organic with employee resource groups. Um, but the structure is also extremely important. So there's this kind of finding that right balance between structure, being organic and natural, employee-driven, but supported by the organization with the right resources, training, and, um, and, and of course, a strategy, right? Like, I mean, we need to help ERGs have a path forward and a kind of a north star of where we're trying to go. You started to talk about it, but I would love to have you say a little bit more in terms of like, what are what have you seen as the benefits 
of ERGs to an organization? Because you were, you didn't really give yourself a lot of credit, um, but you led the entire initiative to stand up six employee resource groups at one time, several years ago. And so I think we have to, you of all people, I'm like, we've got to get D'Amica on the show because you started from the foundation, right? And you built so talk a little bit about those benefits that you saw in the organization. Yes. So uh, the benefits are countless. Um, and of course, before I jump into the benefits, um, I'll just say um, it took a village. So and of course, Kelly was a part of that village. And, uh, you know, I had an amazing team you know, this was new to the organization, so I had this amazing team full of passion um, and just creative thinking when it came to standing up our employee resource groups. Um, I also had tremendous support when it came to um, senior leadership, which is critical. And I think any diversity, equity, inclusion practitioner um, recognizes that it starts at the top. I don't care what initiative you're trying to pursue um, or accomplish in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space, you have to have committed uh, senior leadership. So it definitely took a village. But to your point, yes, you know, in the role that I played, um, there was a lot of responsibility um, in my space to make it happen um, and and pretty much uh, make it happen pretty quick. Um, So when it comes to some of the benefits of employee resource groups, like I mentioned to you, um, if you're trying to do some, really trying to do some of the, so let me, let me say, say it this way. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is very fulfilling work, but it can be very challenging, complex, and nuanced work. Um, And so it definitely takes a village to do that work. Um, And so, you know, some of the benefits to that is, as we're trying, as we're we're saying we're committed to diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, we have to breathe life into that. And it takes people to do that, right? It can't just be a core value. It can't just be something on the website or, you know, in the handbook. Um, And so uh, the benefits are, they're they're countless. First and foremost, um, an employee resource group, um, or I'll say an employee resource group program, um, inherently is a leadership development program. Mm. Right, because- Say that again. (laughs) Hello. Because like I mentioned, you have a nice mix. I mean, you have people leaders and then you have individual contributors or slash what I like to call individual leaders. So, when you're talking about individual contributors, many times they haven't had exposure to what it's like to be a people leader in many, in many, from many angles. So when we talk about you know performance management, you know coaching, you know guidance, um, they haven't really had a chance to lead in that way. You know to communicate a vision to communicate goals of their employee resource groups and their priorities and um, to, with that being said, to really um, motivate a following 
because the employee resource groups have, of course, generally they have a, a team, right? It's just that one person running the employee resource group. That would be insane. Right. So they generally have a team, right? So it's like, this is like practice for direct reports. And then of course they have membership, which if you're a people leader, I would say that would be equivalent to the employee population that you're trying to, you know, support and engage and, and so forth. So you're building future leaders. So when you think about um, diversity, equity, inclusion, diversity from a race and gender perspective, background perspective, that's, that's a huge talent pipeline to tap because they're getting practice, right? Not just in theory, not just watching, you know, videos, not just going to training, you know, on-demand education, which is great, the complete, complete supporter of all of that, but they have the chance to apply it. And it's not always easy, um, you know, to know how to, from a, like, say, for example, from a performance management perspective, you know, if I'm an individual contributor, I've never given feedback <laughs> to my peers. So uh, what does that look like? You know, how can I make myself comfortable around this? You know, am I supposed, like, am I really supposed to possess certain competence or competencies when it comes to leading this employee resource group? So it's not just about the programming, you know, and the education, but it's also about you're now a leader. Right. So like all that stuff that, you know, your manager sort of does and, you know, you, you see, you know, the coaching and the guidance and direction and performance management, that's, that sort of is a part of your work. You know, it's in a smaller bubble, right? right. To your point about the governance and the structure and the education and the training so that they know how to do it and they're competent and, and competent. But that's a pretty high leadership um, talent pool. Yeah. And we talk about different employee resource groups and how diverse they are. We talk about how we want our communities to reflect, um, our organization to reflect the communities that we serve. Um, that right there is, is, represents, you know, meeting that goal. You're developing right. those diverse leaders um, intentionally. Um, they're getting hands-on experience. They're strengthening their, uh, you know, competence, uh, cultural intelligence, uh, all of their muscles in that space, uh, being inclusive leaders. So all those things that we want our people leaders to be, they're doing it. And sometimes they're doing it without even recognizing that they are. Doing it. Such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good point. I mean, you you just dropped a lot of what we like to call golden nuggets. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I like gold. You know, yeah, I like silver too. But you know, I like gold too. I like we like we like gold too. We're partial. You know, twenty four carats. Like you know, twenty four carat. We're partial to gold too. But um, Damika, thank you for sharing. Um, just sort of great foundational perspective on what are employee resource groups or ERGs or business resource groups. But 
I love that you highlighted just the value that employee resource groups can provide an organization from a leadership development pipeline building standpoint. We're going to continue this conversation uh, because there's we're barely scratching the surface right now, but you have already provided just such great perspective. And I think kudos to you for truly recognizing the value of ERGs to an organization just in that one point alone, right? There's more, and I'm sure we'll talk about those um, in our next conversation, but just the level of understanding, the depth of understanding around pipeline building, succession plan building, leadership development. I think that you are one of the few um, DEI leaders and practitioners that I've worked with that truly embraces and understands the full breadth of the opportunity. And so I just have to give you your your props there. But this has been a great conversation. We will continue it. Um, so hang, hang tight, D'Amika. We'll be coming back in just a moment. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to this episode of 24 Karis, where we believe that it takes a 24-7, 365-day commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion to truly transform the workplace. Thanks so much.